Hi guys, I wanted to say thank you so much for all the support and all the love and all the kind words. As I said, I was starting a podcast, um, like I said in the first episode, although I think it may have cut out, uh, I'm new to this platform. Um, I've just been waiting to start one for so long and I'm so, so excited and so happy to be starting one and just talking with you guys and discussing really important topics. Um, so as I was recording a few episodes today, I had a lot of free time, I felt very insincere. I felt... Although I'm very passionate about the topics I'm talking about, sustainability, veganism, minimalism, fast fashion, these kind of things, it just felt like I was glazing over the fact that we are in the lar- one of the largest civil rights movement of like centuries, right? And this is such an important time in history. It's such an important time in all of our lives. And it's so important to talk about. And I just felt like I was not talking about it when I was making some other episodes so I wanted to take some time to talk about racial justice about Black Lives Matter and about like what we as white people are maybe feeling at least me as an individual and maybe how we can move forward how we can be better how we can not lose momentum um and I just didn't want to I didn't want to ignore it so while I do definitely try to have some more organized thoughts and some more organized topics to talk about, a little bit of this is just going to be me talking. Um, it's going to be me talking about some pretty complex topics. And I also want to say that I'm going to acknowledge right now that I'm not going to be doing perfect, right? Like, I am learning within this movement. I am learning so much that I felt like I've never learned. Um, whether or not it was me not listening when people were telling me things or whether or not it was my education growing up... Um, in a predominantly white area, um, I mean, that's not an excuse, but so basically I'm saying, like, I know I'm not going to be perfect, and I do really appreciate when people give constructive criticism, because it makes us all better, right, and it's really hard to get criticism and get told you're doing things wrong, but the only way you can move forward and be better is to get that criticism and to listen, so I do want to say right now, like, I know I'm not going to say all the right things, I know that I'm going to mess up and stumble a little bit, and it's going to be a little awkward, maybe, but I mean, it's important. So one thing I want to talk about is white fragility, and I think for me, how about has been a lot of sensitivity, um, and kind of trying to turn, I'm such a sensitive person, and so trying to, like, acknowledge that I'm a sensitive person, but taking criticism and taking, um, feedback and taking the things, when people acknowledge things, not getting defensive, right, because it's so easy to get defensive, like, I'm really trying to have a conversation right now, um, but it's, And so I'm going to be honest where I've been on that and where you are getting defensive about things. When someone says, like, hey, what you're saying is problematic or, hey, what you're saying is racist, you, like, look at it and it's like, wait, why are you coming at me? And it's like, they're not coming at you. They're telling you that something you're doing has an effect that maybe you didn't know was there. And shouldn't you be grateful for that? I mean, I am trying to rewire, I feel like, the way I've been thinking previously where it's like, someone is giving you their time and their effort and they're not just like letting things go under the table like it is hard to call people out it can be one of the most painful things like bring up something and be like oh everyone's about to like call me all these horrible names or call me angry or call me whatever because I'm calling you out and it's like you should be so grateful that someone is taking the time to do that that someone is saying like I care enough about you and I care enough to not just like remove you from my life but make an active correction that way we can move forward and be better so I think one thing for me is when people say something and they're like correcting a behavior or pointing out something you didn't notice or a microaggression or whatever like going forward like look at that with gratitude because they did not have to do that they could have decided that you were not worthy of their energy but they're investing their time and 
trying to make you more aware and more able to fight for this cause better so just really looking at that with gratitude right and so I did say in the beginning of the podcast like guys I know I'm not gonna be perfect and the reason I'm saying that is because I acknowledge that I'm on a platform and I don't want to seem as if I have all the answers or that everyone should model after me as some like white savior ally because that is zero percent what I am I am not anyone's savior and it's really up to people of color to decide if I'm their ally it's not up to me to label myself but anyways the point is um I've seen a lot of comments and uh on Instagram or on social media or whatever and it's like oh I can't do anything right like we um we speak up we're supposed we're told to be quiet we don't say anything it's like why are you being silent and it's like look People are different. People have different opinions. Not every black person has the same opinion. And so take your criticism, reflect on it, and move forward, right? And, like, listen to black people when they are telling you what they need and what they appreciate, what they do not appreciate. But, of course, there are going to be differences in opinion. Of course, someone is going to say, you're talking too much here. You're not talking here enough. And just try to reflect on it. Try to reflect, why is this person saying that? And how can I move forward and be better? Um, don't get so defensive and don't get caught up in this idea of perfection, right? None of us are perfect. And to be completely honest, so many of us, we should have been in this movement for so much longer, but we just got started and you're not going to be perfect. And while I think you should strive for perfection because this isn't like a whoop-de-doo kind of move, like moment, this is very important and lives are at stake, you're also not going to be perfect and you are going to burn out if you expect yourself to be perfect. So do keep that in mind. One thing I want to say is I don't feel like I was using my social, sort of, I don't feel as if I'm always using my social media platforms um, in the best activist role because I do think that my circle is a little, is a lot of people who agree with me on a lot of things. And so one thing to keep in mind is social media activism can be important it can, and helpful. It can also be performative where if you're posting something because you feel like it's the right thing to do, but it's more for like clout or likes, whatever, like, okay, that's wrong. Do not do that. But sometimes, you know, posting is important to like spread petitions, right? So I don't feel like I'm trying to convince anyone when I post a petition or I post an event or a protest. I feel like I'm giving information and I think that that's important. But if your posts are more calling out than they are calling in, um, then that's maybe where you can reflect and say, why am I actually posting this, right? Am I posting this so people think that I'm so woke and cool or am I posting this because I actually want to help people? And so I did just mention calling out versus calling in. Um, I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure who coined this term, so I'm not saying I did. Um, I don't know where to give the credit, though. But so calling out is when, for example, someone says something and you're like, hey, how dare you? You're a horrible racist. Like, shame on you. And calling in is more when you acknowledge that they did something wrong and you try to give information. That way they can be a part of your cause, right? Because uh, basically, if you just call out, and this is, okay, this is one way of thinking and this is not me saying that black people should not be calling out um people who are hurting them so i don't want people to think that me saying this is me uh denouncing calling out because i think that there's probably um places for it and especially if you're black and you're mourning uh so much right now but so i think a lot for white people so calling out and being like oh my god you horrible white person like you racist blah 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 is just not i don't think it's very helpful um i think calling in and giving information and acknowledging like their humanity is a little bit better um I know for me like I I wasn't perfect how where am I to say that in my journey to becoming the best um anti-racist I can be where am I to say that someone else in a different part of their journey is like horrible for being right there right like I wish that everyone 
was born anti-racist and I, I guess in a way we're not born racist, right? But I wish that everyone was initially ready to be doing uh, anti-racism work. But I do think that not everyone is there, right? And everyone is learning right now. So I think what I'm trying to get at with that is don't pretend to anyone that you have never been racist in your life, that you have never done something racist, that you have never thought something bad about black people, that you have never said something problematic. And please do not try to uphold this perfection and impose it on everyone else because it's not true. I know that I have done a lot of problematic things. I have said things and the second after I said it, I was like, oh crap, why would I say that? And I've done things and didn't know for years that it was wrong. And I've justified it. I've got defensive and I've made mistakes. And I will never, ever advertise myself or, that sounds weird, or like market myself, say about myself that I am perfect, that I've never been racist. And please, everyone, please stop putting that on everyone else. Please stop imposing that, that anyone who is at a different spot needs to have already been perfect, right? Because you are probably out of their spot. Now, this is not saying that you should let them stay where they are. But you shaming them is not helping them. And if they feel shamed and they feel attacked, they're probably not going to join the Black Lives Matter movement. So if you are a white person and you have white family members or okay, non-black, whatever, um, who are saying or doing problematic things, instead of just like shaming them, say like, have a, have a more productive conversation, right? Talk about facts. Talk about why are you saying this and be willing. You definitely don't have to listen and agree. But listen to them, make them feel heard, and then move on and then have a better conversation and try to correct it, right? So you don't want to just be like, oh, you're a racist asshole. Or, yeah, um, you don't want to say something like that because it's like, well, they might, now Now you're definitely not, now they're definitely not on your side, right? And so it's just not productive. So um, I think for me looking at, and I've, I've made so many mistakes with this about calling people out and canceling and being like, okay, hey, you're blocked. But um, calling out versus calling in I think is a really important thing right now to look at. And I do want to reflect on myself and say during this time, I have been trying to do as much as I can um, outside of social media in addition to some social media work, but, you know, volunteering, protesting, signing petitions, donating, all of that. And that's not to say that I'm perfect or I'm doing the best or whatever. That's not the important thing. It's just that we all are learning right now and I am also learning and I'm trying to move forward and be way more inclusive in the conversations I'm having and the topics I'm discussing. Um, one thing I did want to talk about is moving forward and in this podcast when I'm talking about travel, I definitely am going to try to talk about more ethical travel. So I'm going to talk about how, and I'm going to try to, I'm going to research it and talk to people and do my very best to have a better, um, knowledge base when I'm discussing things. We're talking about like how the communities that you are traveling to, how are they affected by you traveling? How can you do better? How can you make sure that you, um, I'm speaking from a white uh, American perspective, but how can we not be imposing our values, but also not allowing, uh, like, anti-blackness to be perpetuated in our travels? So if you travel somewhere, like, how we can deal with the anti-blackness that we see in other cultures and also our own? Um, That's a very, very difficult topic, so I'm going to be trying to dive into it and trying to learn uh, my best about that. In terms of sustainability and environmentalism, I'm definitely going to be trying to talk about intersectional environmentalism and doing my best to discuss environmental racism, um, how policies are uh, disproportionately affecting uh, people of color and black people, and also highlighting like amazing environmental activists um, who are black and, and mostly black women, I think. So I do have a little list right now um, of some accounts I think you should follow. 
uh, to get more information. I did want, I wanted to like basically reiterate a lot of their information, but it was definitely like not mine to give, right? They need these graphics. So on Instagram, you can follow Green Girl Leah, L E A H is how you spell Leah, um, Waste Free Marie, um, and those are, those are the two environmental accounts that I followed that I really liked, and they have really, really awesome information. Um, honestly, I don't, they're doing amazing, and they're sharing so much great information right now, so definitely give them a follow. And another topic that I definitely want to discuss moving forward is within the veganism movement and within the vegan community, how can we address racism? How can we address a lot of different issues that we tend to ignore? How can we address, like, whitewashing of a movement that is not white? How can we, how can we discuss that, right? How can we be better as vegans or how can you transition to a vegan diet um, in a in a more ethical and better way and in an anti-racist way so I'll be talking about that a lot um, some of the accounts I've recently started following for um, black vegan I think these are all women so black vegan women I believe um, is Tabitha Brown if you don't follow her oh my goodness you've got to get on that she just is has the most amazing videos and her family is just the cutest and most inspirational um, she posts a lot of, like, uh, vegan, really fun vegan recipes, and her family's adorable, so you definitely need to check her out. Um, that's Tabitha Brown on Instagram. Um, there's Ayana Elizabeth Johnson, Kindred Vegan Souls, uh, Yikes Podcast. Yeah, so not all of these people were vegan that I wrote down right here, but these are really awesome accounts, whether it's for vegan cooking or, like, nutrition or those kind of things, like, um, they're really awesome accounts with a lot of information and also to diversify your feed if you are a vegan because I, I mean, I guess everyone, but I think one thing is, um, oh, this is an account you should follow as well, Food Heaven. So I was listening to one of their podcasts the other day and they mentioned that you shouldn't just be like following people because they're black. Like that's, that's weird. Like you should be following these people because there's, what she said is like, there's so many black creators that you don't need to follow people that you don't agree with. Right. So if you are really into vegan cooking, then, like, there's so many amazing black vegans. Like, why are you not following them? But if you hate vegan cooking, then you don't need to follow a bunch of black vegans because that's not where your topics are, right? So you should follow black people that are aligned with your interests. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting point and it definitely made me feel better about, like, this tokenism, I feel like, where it's like, oh, I follow seven black people, so I am not a racist. Like, that's, that's not enough, sweetie. You need to do more. But definitely looking at these accounts um I do think that social media is a very big uh very big and important platform and it can also equal money right so when you follow these people maybe they're getting ad revenue from you or something so definitely checking them out um they're really awesome accounts yeah so I just wanted to discuss kind of the mo- like the moment we're in um my place as a white woman during all of this uh sort of how I'm feeling sort of how gauge how other people are feeling and just to say that, like, I am not ignoring this. I don't want to seem like I am just ready to move on and post pictures of my pancakes and not pretend like we are... I do not want to pretend that we are not living this because this is so important and so needed and we can't move... We can't just move on, right? We have to keep going. And I just wanted to say, to sum it up, like, I have so much love for everyone here and I have so much love for everyone who is trying to do their best right now. Um... Please keep trying to do your best. Please keep educating yourself. Please keep telling me what I am doing wrong if you have the energy. Um, I, I want to be better, not for myself, but for everyone else. Um, this is not a self-improvement mission. This is about people's lives and people's 
bodies and people's dignity and I just want to say so much love for everyone thank you I really hope everyone is staying safe right now and I really really hope that you keep educating yourself keep reading keep watching documentaries keep protesting um yeah so much love for you guys thank you so much